Good morning, welcome to Wednesday morning, 30th of January. I'm the Flat Racing Guru. Uh, two UK cards today. Um, any Jump fans, I think that's been called off. I'm not a Jumps fan, but I think it's been called off, which slightly concerns me because what I think there's more liabilities come um, or passed to the, um, you know, the all-weather. There's more concentration, more people betting on these two all-weather tracks. And there's more liabilities for certain horses, and it always sort of worried me. I mean, it's come to the time in the UK when you, you're actually worried about putting out horses to a lot of people back in the same horse. Um, that sort of worries me nowadays because in the past, every time I've done it, it the, the horse seems to run, you know, doesn't run its best or what I thought it was going to. And, and it, ha it happens more than, you know, certain number of times. And then the same you do this you know you use the same principles and and you don't tell anybody about it and they always seem to win you know it starts to play on your mind is it me is it you know well anyway everyone knows what i mean um right and there's two international meetings one at um scottsville the turf the turf is good to suffer probably dry up to good today they have had 24 millimeters of rain in the past week um, it'll probably dry up the good. Uh, they're good to soft, it's similar to UK good. So it'll probably go to good, good to firm because the weather's sunny and 32 degrees. And there is another meeting in Hong Kong, Happy Valley. Now I'm going to give the Happy Valley selections first. Um, Happy Valley race one. Uh, I'm going just going to read the numbers out. Right, so all the Happy Valley supporters. Uh, do Quinella so the Quinella is you get the first and second out of the first four selections and whatever the Quella, Quinella plays you know we need the first and second out of these four that I give so race one four three nine seven race two six and one there's no other selections that meet the criteria race three one nine two there's a not a four selection to meet the criteria race four one ten eleven three that's one ten eleven three race five four one seven five race six three nine four one race seven one nine ten six race eight three seven four nine now i'll just get on to some um scottsville because they kick off at 11.05 right scottsville race one i'm going for number four rocket fire race two number four again toronto race three uh starlight and african angel african angels coming off a break 70 day break uh I would probably go for that one, probably the best horse in the race, but it's been off a break, so we'll just go Starlight Place win, because uh, that one's more fitter, and it's probably going to get placed, you know, at the worst, uh, but you never know. Um, I think the first three are ridden by Marcon, so we have a decent jockey on. I mean, he's an ex-champion. Um, 12.50 is, um, I like Italian Way. Um, each way, I think it's a decent price. Um, and the 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 tricast and forecast is five, one, and twelve. That's Italian way, Captain Irish, and Pollard. 
Uh, I think Pollard might be the favourite, but I think Italian Way has got a decent chance, a decent odds. The 150 uh, Winter Retreat to win Roy's Novice, to be challenging along with Blackberry Water and Generate. So the, the quartet in this race is 13, 1, 10 and 3. And that's all I did for that race. Now I'm going to concentrate on Lingfield. Uh, I'm not sure about Wolverhampton tonight. I normally do the bull. I think it's a, a, a new card just been uh, hatched up because of the weather. Um, and I'm not sure about I've seen all the runners there. And it's a bit of a mishmash of runners. Uh, I think it could be disastrous for uh, any punter tonight. But I will have a look at it more closely later on. But as it stands at the minute, I will probably I might have a look and put out a text uh, on the Twitter at Naughty Not. That's the flat racing guru's handle. Uh, the other handle is at HRUKG. Um, right. So we'll concentrate on Lingfield for the for the time being. We'll try to get through this quickly so I can get this out to you ASAP. Right, Lingfield one fifty. Um, I've gone for Narges. That's number seven. I think he's got a decent chance. Look, Mollus taking the in the ride. Um, I think Chetan is coming off a break. Uh, no, he's not. I think he did come off a break. Chetan number uh, eight, uh, written by Young Josh Bryan. I mean, on last time's form. He can't win but um i think chet and he does front run so that might be um a bit of a you know the problem and this global wonder number six uh, adam kirby i think at the end of the day it'll probably be global wonder nodges again uh chet and might take them along i think chet and is trying this trip for the first time um i'd see how he goes on tony carl i mean i respect that trainer excellent trainer and one of my favourite jockeys in young Josh Bryan. We'll just see how that one goes on. I mean, have a fun bit on him. But I think he is a decent horse, you know, Chetan. Right, we'll get on to the 220. Um, it's a Ladbrokes Maiden Phillies. Um, I think Redemptive, number six. Um, I don't know what price he is. Oh, 10 to 1. I mean, there is... Um, Godolphin, Charlie Apple's got this Dawn Crusade... Uh, I think this number three, Annapurna, will improve. Annapurna and Royal Family Gossens, they're both Frankel fillies. Um, I think they will come come good. I think Annapurna might do the best today. Uh, but I'm going to take them all on with this Redemptive. I mean, Redemptive was second last time out. Um, I think he's, uh, his predictive marks quite misleading. Um, I actually think he could run to about... The, the racing post rating's got him doing around 69.71, but I think he could actually do around 80, 85, 90 today um, with this Dara Keenan taking on five. Um, <clears throat> this simple thought, I don't think this simple thought can win. Um, to what I, I mean, he's a four-year-old. I mean, based on the form, that the other form that he was in, I mean, it's average form. Um, I'd be surprised if nothing's one of these three-year-olds is not as you know can match that or go past it this dawn crusade or this redemptive but i think redemptive is a decent price now i think um i mean i've seen the the trainer david elsus win these type of races in january i mean he always wins these type of races in january what he's got i mean 
the form you know i haven't you know went into the family of redemptive um but i think that the the 10 furlongs is is probably right for for redemptive philly um, and she's only carrying eight stone five and i think 10 to 1 is quite possibly good value right i think the 250 there's four runners happy escape um, the favourite, Tony Carroll and Adam Kirby. Um, the challengers, probably made of honour. Um, Treasure Me, Side Effect. I mean, they've got chances on the on the predictive ratings. Uh, but I think a happy escape. He hasn't been on this track before. Won on this track before, but I think he'll win today. Um, 320. Um, I, mean, I did tip Catapult last time. Twice I tipped Catapult. I've seen there's a lot of money for him today. But... Um, I would pay attention to um this two um three year olds this number ten Euphemia look seems to be run running a decent um race for the class last time out and there's another one number eleven Speed Skater now Speed Skater is the more interesting one is by Olympic Glory out of a Caro Generome my love Thomas. Um, and he was bought at the Tats October Book 2 for 30 grand by D, D Spence. Now, D Spence, you know, you'd normally associate him with Mark Johnson. And he is a sort of um, owner that likes to get his, um, you know, horses forward. Now, this 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 um, filly, she did have a little bit of an accident early on. But they thought, you know, they thought quite a bit about her. Um I think she'll be, you know, they reckon she's, she'll be a pretty fast uh, filly in, you know, in time. And this was, you know, when they first bought her from the sales. Um, and, I, you know, the second dam is very useful. Um, the second dam is very useful in this race. The second dam, Flanders, who was very, who was very useful, um, relate to um, Haydock Park Group 1 winner, um, the th only thing I think about this speed skater is they probably named it speed skater if you think about it, because what I said they do things should be very fast in time. I mean, going over this seven furlongs, I mean I've I've seen a lot of these horses, you know, the six furlongs and five furlong horses, and the trainer puts them over a furlong further. I think these are prep races. I think this could possibly be a prep race, but. Overall, I think speed skater will be a lot high rated a lot higher come the summer. Um, I mean, far higher than it would to take this race. So, I think speed skater is, is probably the best horse. But this extra seven furlongs is what bothers me because the whole family of sprinters six furlongs, five furlongs, and this seven furlong is stretching it. And what they said early on that she would show a lot of speed uh, in time. Um, it worries me over this trip. So I'm, you know, I've got a mind. Unless she's been showing showing something, you know, that she's been staying on the gallops, um, then she would be of interest. But I just watched the market on this speed skater. But if I was you, if you want to be um, have a like a three bet program, so lay out a hundred pounds, put twenty on today, then forty pounds on next time then £40 on the third time because I think it in three runs, in the next three runs, this horse will win a race. Um, speed Skater. Uh, and it's obviously, she had the three runs now for the handicap mark. And, and that's the most interesting one in this race. But I did uh, the four-year-old catapult. 
I mean, there's been a lot of money for this Chorley Lions horse. Um, that was my selection the last twice. And now I'm not sure if everyone's remembering I tipped it last twice. And I, I just put money on today or what. So if it's actual stable money. Uh, and the other one of interest is just number one, Violet's Lad. Now the 350, um, second collection is the favourite. Uh, no, sorry, Scorch Breath is odds on 8-11. Now he ran a great race, Scorch Breath. I mean, he's most likely to win it today, but 8-11. Um, they know he'll probably be able to win a race. That's what worries me. They know they probably win a race. Uh, but actually the best predictive rating is with this second collection. Um, and this Susudio, the, the, the two, you know, the three-year-old Susudio, uh, she's not a bad sort, you know. Um, I think she'll show a lot more today, but you know the jockey boom suggests she's just be out for a prep. And this with caution is quite a decent horse. I would probably favour this course with caution today, with caution and second collection. I mean, second collection hasn't got the pedigree of the other two, uh, scorch breath and with caution, uh, but she's. She'll be willing and she'll be trying, you know, just in case, you know, odds on two meetings a day. I would avoid all the favourites, uh, the really strong odds on favourites in these maiden type of races. Um, they're just not worth it because they, the trainers know they can win races with them. And why bother with the 8 to 11, you know, that's what I think anyway. Sometimes it works that way. Sometimes they win easy. In fact, every I mean, yesterday all the all the Wolverhampton tips I pointed out actually did um, uh, lucky thirty one, and they were all placed at quite decent prices. I mean, I think the lowest price was um, three to one, and it went up to um, fourteen to one for um, the Adam Kirby one who who just got beat at fourteen to one. So I did um, a lucky thirty one each way. And I got like 24 times my stake back. So all the ones I highlighted were, were all sort of placed yesterday at decent prices from Wolverhampton. But the actual ones, you know, none of them actually won. Which on a normal day, I would probably get two or three winners. So that makes me wonder, is, am I giving out too much information and something's happening dastardly, happening in between, you know, you know it's all about liabilities i think especially on these markets it's all about liabilities and races change because of liabilities um i'm not going to make any accusations but you can work it out for yourselves and when it comes to that sort of thing you're worried about putting out a tip uh if you're going to back it and I mean i know hundreds of uh, owners that won't even mention their horse uh, even if it's going well, because something happens to them, I don't know what. The, you know, there's like a, a, a dark forces in racing. I don't know who it is or what's happening, but you know, maybe they they're controlling it or whatever. But you know, people say you're crazy when you talk about stuff like that. So I'm not going to mention it again. What I would say is just watch the right. You know, sitting at the back. Um. These are the ways they can get horses beat. They sit at the back, give them too much to do. They head to the front, they push them out straight away, and they ride the finish out of them so the horse has got nothing left at the finish. I mean, that's a good tactic. Or they run to the worst part of the track and get stuck in behind horses, and you can see that they, you know, 
a normal jockey would try to get out, but these jockeys, they don't try to get out. They just sit and suffer sort of thing. But you see other jockeys trying to get out and trying to win the races all the time when the stable money's down. But where, you know, when the public money's down, they seem to get stuck in and the jockey doesn't make any attempt to get out sort of thing. I mean, there's nothing you can do because it looks normal and sort of stuff like that. And another one is where the jockey's pushing the horse out and he's not actually pushing the horse forward he's just flaying his arms and there's actually no strength behind that push that's another way they do it i mean in australia there's been a big um, incident now in australia where they've had to hire an integrity officer i mean lots of jockeys have been found guilty of uh, corruption with um criminals in the criminal world in australia <clears throat> i mean it's very hard to prosecute and some of the things they were saying in the um you know, the indiscretion, they were looking at all the races and, and the indiscretion officer was explaining everything I'm explaining about how jockeys try to lose races. And, um, I mean, it's happening all over the world now. I would say America's probably the most, most straightest um, racing that there is, American racing. <clears throat> I mean, those jockeys, I mean, South Africa used to be really good. But now there's been this year there's been a few questions asked about certain jockeys and certain horses, you know, stables bringing out twenty to one chops when they've got hard favourites that have got much better form, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's sickening, isn't it? I mean, if you're going to, it's just putting people off. It's people are not coming into the sport owners and uh, betters what keep the sport alive. They're just driving people away when they see that. Uh, after a few times, I mean, they these people don't realise that the camera's on them and we've got eyes and we know all the tricks that they use and they just seem to do it all the time. I mean, it's very bad. It puts a sour taste in your mouth. I mean, God forbid it. I mean, it's, the British race in the last six months has been really good and I'm proud of them. Um, there's been none of this skullduggery what you know that used to happen and I, I just wish all, all these young jockeys now they all want to win and that, that's a really good sign that's why I love these young jockeys now because they all have got the winning, winning attitude they want to win races <clears throat> and, and the, you know I mean plus when jockeys do that there's other owners and trainers looking at them and crossing their eyes and they're not going to get rides off those trainers in the future when they do that sort of thing so all they're doing is just hurting themselves i mean they might have been threatened or something like that i don't i'm not sure but you know it's not it doesn't it's not good and we need to stamp it out so the 350 will go for um we'll go for with caution and second collection and um scorched breath um in the 420 um I did tip Stormtrooper last time. I think he'll win today, Stormtrooper. Now I've said that, he probably won't. Um, uh, I did tip Stormtrooper last twice. He's been second and third, and I think he's he's got the form to win this race pretty cosily. I think Pharaoh Jake, old Pharaoh Jake, I had tipped him when he won a 10 to 1, and last time when he was second. Um, he's an old fella, 11, but he still runs really well. And the other one I liked was... Um, amazing armor um i've been watching this amazing armor for a bit of a while derek shaw's horse i think that could go well too so include them three and forecasts and twice so that's um number six number two 
a number four in the 420 at Lingfield. And that's me signing off for today. Uh, as I say, I'll have a look at Wolverhampton tonight, but, I, I, you know, one card tonight, the, you know, and it looks a mishmash of a 